Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Good morning and welcome to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Today is Friday, August 26th, and we are going to have a high of 30 degrees here in the Edmonton area today. Good morning, everybody. Going to be a hot one. Going to be a hot one? Yeah, it's going to feel like 33, even worse than yesterday. We are broadcast <laughs> broadcasting live as we do every morning, Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Mountain Time on the Podbean app. <laughs> All you got to do is download the Poppy app, look up the Real Estate Investing Morning Show, and, uh, and and join in. There's a there's a chat here on the platform. There is a call in button. You can call in and ask any questions you want about real estate investing for free every mm -hmm. morning. Yeah. Why the heck not? Why not? Um, upcoming events. Mm. May I? Yeah, you may. Okay. Tonight in Edmonton. <laughs> we have one tonight. We have a fix and flip meetup at our Otwell Flip. Hosted, hosted by, by Liam, Liam Wagram and, uh, and yours, you, you, my truly, your, you truly, it's your truly, your truly. No, it's, I mean, it's your, I, I am, know I am my, I, yeah. you are, I'm mine and you're yours. <laughs> you truly, um, uh, did I say at the outwell flip? I think I did. I Anyways, that's tonight from 5.30 wow, to 7.30. you are lost in my eyes right now. I have no clue whether there's still tickets available or not, but you can always go and try to get one. Um, <laughs> it's on event, posted I, on I Eventbrite. I don't know, Liam, Liam's, uh, he's, he's got security at the door, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your uh, name's not on the list, sorry, bud. Yeah. <laughs> I was just there yesterday, I popped in to say hi to uh, Liam and Jared, who are out there doing the uh, greeting in the backyard. And uh, that was the first time I had gone inside since the project wrapped up as well. And it looks awesome. Right? Yeah. I think you guys are going to love it. Um, I had my mom with me and, and she was pretty stoked about it. She's like, I could tuck myself in here. This place is awesome. And downstairs, whoa, so wait a minute. There's three bedrooms upstairs. So this is five bedrooms? <laughs> She's like, this is crazy. Yeah. All this square footage in this little footprint. Um, yeah, so it, it's it's a pretty sweet little little house. You guys are going to like it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, and you know what? It's a, it's a little bit different than um, all the other ones. Um, I say that because uh, we'll get back to the upcoming events in a second, but um, we've been a little desensitized to the whole renovation thing. Yeah, I, I've said it before. I keep saying it. All of our flips are going to start to look exactly the same, and they are. Yeah. Like I went down to one of our short park ones, um, and the flooring and railing was in. I'm like, oh, cool. I yeah. mean, like Johnny, Johnny five did an amazing job on the railing, but yeah, desensitized. Same. I went to the other one and uh, we got an invoice for, uh, for tile uh, installation. I'm like, oh, wow. Tile must be done at that one. I go and look in the bathroom. Yeah. That was nice. done. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's unfortunate. So when you walk into that one, the one in Otwell, actually, we got a really cool, like 
um, closet cubby type thing for um, yeah, right know, when you walk in, right when you walk in. So it's it's a little bit different, which which we like. It's um, yeah. it'll wow you. Yeah, for sure. It was fun uh, walking in through the eyes of somebody who's just like not used to seeing all of our, our flips and like, I don't know, all of the people who come out to our meetups and stuff kind of see what we're doing and you have some of your own stuff going on and, and then to like to walk through with my mom. And so when she walked in, she's like, oh, wow, that like the cubby thing. And then she turned to the left and there was like the ship up fireplace. And she's like, oh, wow, you just walk in and like, bam, right there. That's so beautiful. She's like, it just makes me want to go and like just get a big comfy chair and cozy up right there. And so just to like see everything that she was experiencing while we walked through was it was fun. It was yeah, it was satisfying because like you said, we're desensitized to it. We don't. uh yeah, it's like we walk into them now and we're like, cool, okay, done, done. Yeah, okay, so we're probably, you know, still need to do this, this, and this. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're all business. We're all business. Yeah, so that was really neat um, for me yesterday. Um, but anyways, yeah, that meetup's tonight, 5.30 to 7.30. Yeah. Well, that's. <laughs> so if you're not desensitized to our renovations and you want to go check out a nice flip. <laughs> well, you can also it, just just come on out for, for the networking, right? Absolutely. Um, we... Now that one just about done, or it is done. Sorry, that, is, that one is done. We have um, we're making plans here in mid September to have our next one in Edmonton, and that one's going to be at one that's that that's completely opened up. Um, so uh, that, that Twiddle. Oh, okay. Um, Matt and Taylor are probably going to be hosting that one. So stay tuned for that. Probably mid September will be our next one yes. in Edmonton. Um, yeah, on the topic of desensitizing and whatnot and making turning into a business, um, maybe we can get into this in a minute. Uh, we were talking about that on our on our coaching session last night with, with the master's group. Yes. And um, just how simple it is. Once once you've done it, you know, a bunch of times, the whole process, you know, of creating a business. When you want to create a business, you want to rep, have it replicable, rep, replicable, rep, <laughs> replicable. I always have trouble with that word. How about just repeatable? Easy, easy to replicate. <laughs> But you want your business to be simple. You want it to be automated. You don't want to be making decisions about light fixtures and spending four hours on it. Yeah. Right? And you're going to notice that all of our flips are exactly the same for a reason, so that we're not in our business. Yeah. Right? Because we want to scale. And that's the same thing with, like, you know, franchises, right? Franchises don't want – no, they just want to sell the same package over and over and over again, right? Yeah. They're they not, know it works. Yeah. They know it works, right? The menu works. The design works, mm -hmm. right? So we can talk about that in a minute. Yeah. Um, other upcoming events? Yeah. So next week on Wednesday, August 31st, um, you and Jared and Matt and Crystal are hosting a flip meetup in Calgary at our Lake Bonavista flip. Uh, that will be a weekday evening as well. So uh, do you know the time of that one? Is it 530 to 730? Yep. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be in Calgary next week on Wednesday night. Again, you can go to Eventbrite and sign up. I think both of those events are pinned in our free Real Estate Investing Masters Facebook group. Yep. So you can head on over there, join the group if you haven't already, and then you can see the uh, Eventbrite links posted or pinned to the top of the page. Mm -hmm. Is it just me or are you whispering today? Uh, I think it's just you. I I don't know. Uh, listeners? <laughs> okay. Can you hear me? <laughs> Okay. Just seems like Gabby's just soft spoken the, today. Gabby's very soft spoken today. She's just trying not to <laughs> not to offend anyone. 
you know, come, you can come on Wednesday, don't come on Wednesday. Maybe subconsciously. entirely up to you. <laughs> Maybe subconsciously it's because Everly's sleeping still. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Got that mom, mom thing going on. All right. Did I, did I like intimidate you on, on yesterday's show and now you're all like super scared and like. Not at all. Okay. Is that what Everly says? Hashtag not at all. <laughs> you are soft spoken today. Um, cause I'm watching, I can see the audio level and it's like when Wayne talks, it's like, bah, bah, bah. yeah, but that's all the time, all day, every day. Wayne's like, bah, bah, bah. <laughs> I was having a hard time last night during, man. during our mentorship call. I was having a hard time, um, sitting so close to you because your voice was like extra booming. And I was like, it was in my ear so loud. I was like, I don't know if anybody saw me kind of like leaning a little bit. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, you know, yesterday, Wayne was in one of those moods yesterday. <laughs> Everybody got it on the morning show. Everybody got it at the coaching session. Yeah. Um, he's in one of his moods again. <laughs> but uh, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to um, start a fire. You know what I mean? Yeah. Need some wood. Fire starter. No, just, Wayne just brings the gasoline. Just smash two rocks together. <laughs> it's it's what's required. It is. Um, other upcoming events: September twenty fourth. What's that? The Agreement for Sale Workshop in oh, Edmonton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreement for Sale Workshop in Edmonton. It's a live in person events. Um, Hosted by Barry and Donna McGuire. Is that in our calendar, Wayne? No, probably not. <laughs> you want to put that in there? Yeah, that's one month away. Yeah. So if you're interested in learning how to buy real estate with no money down and no mortgage financing, get on that. Um, Gabby and I will be there also helping them as part of the focus team. Mm-hmm. Um, sharing our stories and our experiences and our the way that we do it. Um, you know, I just kind of had this assumption that everybody knew what, ag- what an agreement for sale was. And then someone yesterday um, posted on social saying, hey, looking for an expert to talk to about agreement for sales. And he'd already, that person had already actually DM'd me and asked. Um, so apparently my answer wasn't good enough. <laughs> He decided to go on the internet and <laughs> get a an second expert. opinion. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. Unbelievable. But one one person in the comments uh, said, "Well, wait a second. What do you need an expert for for agreement? You know, for sale? I mean, it's a pretty you know standard contract." Oh, they just thought like a real other, estate contract. Other provinces they call purchase contracts uh, agreement of sale and purchase agreement of of purchase and sale. Interesting. So, uh, agreement for sale is is kind of like a slang term for that contract, and uh, so he's like, I don't know what you need an expert for. Like, I've had a few written up for me, but they're all pretty standard. And I go, No, no, no. He said agreement for sale, which is and not agreement of purchase and sale. Uh, and and this is we're talking about seller financing strategy. He's like, Oh, interesting. And then he ended up looking at my podcast because uh, I sent him a link. He's like, I, First of all, I have no idea you had a podcast. I'm like, okay, so I clearly need to up my social media game. <laughs> I thought I was posting too much podcast stuff. And he's like, I didn't know you had a podcast. You do it every day. 
Um, and as well, he'd never heard of agreement for sale. So he's, he's looking it up now. He might even be on this morning. And this was somebody like already present in our community or mm, not in really? BC, in BC. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, yeah. So he's, uh, he's looking it up now, but it, it's a really cool strategy. It's for those of you guys that don't know, that is, that is, um, our origins, our origins. That's my <laughs> expertise. That's, that's, that's the thing I know about most. And uh, that is how we grew our portfolio. Yeah. In the beginning, we didn't have a large money, a large, you know, chunk of cash. Um, I am not a trust fund baby. Um, no. I'm self-made, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Sorry. A little too much. <laughs> we are self-made. No trust fund. That is correct. And a really great way to do that um, is to learn how to use seller financing. Um, an agreement for sale where someone carries a mortgage for you and, you know, you can get into properties for little to no money down. All of ours, zero, zero. money down. Zero in some cases. Um, we had a seller pay us to take yeah. a property. Yeah. Five grand. And we had another seller uh, pay down their mortgage additionally to give us a better uh, purchase price. Yeah, you betcha some pretty cool stuff so if you're interested in that september 24th live in person in edmonton alberta fly down for it why not it'll be fun yeah it will they always are it's always such a good time yeah it, it's my super bowl yeah awesome so that's the that's it for our upcoming events <laughs> jeremy says are you sure you're an expert in the area he was still looking for an expert <laughs> yeah it's it was a little concerning uh, you know what? I, you know what? I, I didn't give him the answer he wanted to hear. <laughs> you know what you should have done? You should have tagged him in Barry McGuire's um, little new commercial <clears throat> that he has on the socials. You're, you're on there. Your face is on there. You're talking on he it. He didn't want to take a course. Oh, he just wanted, he just the, wanted answers. the answers. Yeah, that's not going to happen with agreement for sale. It's not going to happen with me. No. Not a fucking chance. <laughs> okay, good luck. Well, I would highly recommend you take this course before you do anything. Nice. He's like, nah. I just want the answers. Nah, nah I'm not the guy. <laughs> Should we have a word from our sponsors? Mm, we have a caller first. Let's sure. Let's, let's take our caller. But our caller has to use his big boy voice. Can you hear me? Okay. No. No. Not at all. <laughs> Hashtag not at all. <laughs> Hang on. I even got a new mic just for this. Um, I had a question. I'm just going to disconnect him and then I'll uh, repeat the question because uh, our listeners can't hear. Um, he asked about infinite banking and whether he should be looking into it. Um, Gabby, do you know much about infinite banking? Negative. Oh, I happen to. I did a ton of research into it years ago. Um, now, it is not top of mind right now. So I will say this. I looked into infinite banking and it is an American strategy. Um, trying to apply it to... Canadian, it doesn't quite work. However, there was a similar model based off of the same kind of principles of using debt um, and credit, using 
using credit and debt as a tool, basically. Um, instead of holding money in your bank account, you pay off your mortgage using the tools like credit cards and lines of credit strategically in order to minimize the amount of interest that you pay. Um, they call it infinite banking in the States, but mortgages in the States are completely different. And I think, you know what, I think I saw um, a mortgage professional coming in here. I think Keaton's, Keaton's listening today. Yeah, Keaton's here. And um, also we have a whole bunch of people saying that um, Roxanne um, Engenal knows about infinite banking. Awesome. So she'd be a great person to reach out to. If, if either of you guys want to uh, call in right now, um, you know, Roxanne or Keaton, if you guys have any information, I, I was more so uh, for Keaton right now, but the differences between mortgages in the States and mortgages in Canada. Um, oh, yeah. I know generally general uh, information about uh, mortgages in the States. I know that they have, they don't have terms. They just have 30 year mortgages with one interest rate. Right. And it's so different. Keaton's just connecting right now. Can you guys hear me? Oh, you're going to have to use your big boy voice too. Very, <laughs> Very quiet. quiet. Oh, am I quiet? I'd be careful I can't yell too loud. It could go look up. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, maybe just put it uh, about uh, three inches from your mouth. Oh, it is. Don't worry. You get it. <laughs> he knows that that is totally okay on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sorry, go ahead, man. We'll uh, I'll have to adjust your audio after. Okay, so I think the the infinite banking is a, a participating whole life insurance concept um, that I think they're probably asking about. But gotcha. did you have specific questions? Well, just more so about the differences between because if I understand, it's kind of it's kind of like the method, kind of like Smith maneuver. You know, same kind of stuff, but using credit cards and lines of credit and stuff like that to kind of um, reduce the amount of interest that you pay, right? As well, from what I remember. So there's the infinite banking concept. Um, so there's, I think there's two things that are called very similar. And if you want to clarify what the person's asking, one's a participating whole life strategy where you build cash value inside a life insurance policy and then eventually it pays you out dividends. I mean, there's a few books on it by Nelson Nash. Interesting. Maybe it wasn't the same thing that I was reading. Maybe I was following someone else. But um, uh, so mortgages, well, <laughs> okay, so that, that kind of um, goes uh, different. With them. It goes in a different direction that I was trying to talk about. But I guess, uh, do, you, do you know really the difference between mortgages in the States and mortgages in Canada? Uh, well, the U.S. gives you, like, you can get, like, a 30-year fixed term, which is pretty crazy. I know that their foreclosure rates by default are like four or five percent, which is like ten times the Canadian number. It's a very wild yeah. west system. Very interesting. Yeah. That you can just like lock up a fixed term for <laughs> interest rate. You know, thirty-year fixed mortgage has a smaller penalty than a five-year fixed mortgage in Canada. It says just wow. really cell phone bills. Our uh, mortgage companies are treating us real fair here. Really, or 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 they're just. Um, well, okay, forget about the, the penalties for a second, but like, um, the, I, guess, I guess maybe they're trying to protect us <laughs> from making bad decisions. Who knows? It's but, a possibility. <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know about you, though, Wayne. Uh, if I could buy a rental and get a 30-year fixed rate at 5 yeah. I might be tempted. 
Uh, yeah, just just a wee bit, <laughs> just a wee bit. Yeah, there's there's a lot of people jumping on the U.S. train right now. Um, I just am not quite 100% sold. And the people that are quote unquote teaching it across Canada have been investing for like three years. So like, I'm not quite ready to, to, to take their little weekend course and jump on their new investment opportunity. You're like, wow, come down to Florida or wow, come down to Ohio. Eh, I'd like to see you, you know, invest through a cycle first and let's, let's see how it all plays out. All right. <laughs> try to dig into like an LPGP structure or limited partnership general partnership structure for some Canadian reason US and the States it's uh, Barry sending you a $4,000 bill to go through that wow yeah interesting yeah we're talking 100 plus page contract where you can position the working partner has all of their skin in the game um the investor side of the pool and they can be manipulated in very interesting ways which is exciting as an investor but not so exciting as a cash partner hmm. right. interesting yeah, okay know what you're getting into <laughs> yeah well thanks for calling in man appreciate it um and uh for those of you that are listening live i will edit um jeremy's audio and keaton's audio later on so that you guys can hear what they said um <laughs> just in case you can't but again thank you so much for calling in appreciate it man cheers Yeah, so um, Ryan said that you're, um, it sounds like you're thinking of velocity banking. Velocity banking. Yeah. (laughs) That's embarrassing. So many cool words for banking. (laughs) Yeah, it's velocity banking I was thinking of. Um, Okay. Which would make sense why Roxanne would know about the, sorry, my throat written to the mic. Why Roxanne would know about the infinite because she does insurance. Yeah, it, you know, um, uh, full full honesty, guys, I, I know that there's a lot of opportunities to utilize insurance products, have not dived into it yet. Yeah. Um, I mean, naturally, you know, everybody's guard is always up with insurance, I think, because it's just like someone's trying to sell you something that you don't need. But um, as investors, you know, as, as um you know, people who are savvy with their money and, and, and their, their numbers, their finances, I feel like it's a completely underutilized, um, tool. Um, I, I just don't know enough about it. It's, and, and to be honest, I'm too busy to figure it out. One of these days I'll, when I got a, when I got a, a minute, I'm going to just dive into it for about six to 12 hours and just, you know what I mean? Really just learn as much as I can and connect with the right people and just see how I can implement that as well. Mm-hmm. Just a it's another investment. Yeah, right? for sure. it's, it's not just it's not just something that co- covers you in the event of a fi- you know, uh, fire damage on your car or your property. Yeah, um, you know, there's some really cool stuff you can do with it. From at least I, from what I understand. Absolutely. Um, Kathleen, uh, this might be an older comment. I know someone who has been doing it for the last at least nine years. I'm assuming that's infinite banking. Perhaps. Um, uh, so the Podbean thing, uh, you guys know that there's like, we have our top fan competition every month. So whoever engages the most, whoever has the most hearts, um, we do a draw for, um, two free coaching calls at the end of the month. And as, as, as I'm sure that 
most of you guys that have been around the show for long enough, you'll also realize that there's like, like special gifts that you can buy us on the show. Like you can buy like a beer or buy a coffee and it, you know, it sends it our way and you can pay for it and it gives us credits to which we can redeem for cash. Like it is not the purpose of the show. So I mean, thanks for it. But, but I think people are catching on that by get, buying these gifts, it actually increases their engagement, yeah. which increases the hearts, which gives you a better chance of winning the coaching calls. Um, but every now and then I just see like, someone joined the fan club the wayne hillier fan club and because the show is under my name it's like francis joined wayne hillier's fan club and it just <laughs> it makes me feel so giddy <laughs> someone else joined uh, i think two people joined this week and i just as i'm scrolling through i'll just see join wayne hillier's fan club and uh yeah it just makes me laugh anyways um back on the t back on the topic so velocity banking is uh, is is a us only strategy the closest that i found is uh uh what's called the method which was created by chris nicolo um he was a guest on the show long time ago long time <laughs> ago um Full transparency. I don't think that episode is available anymore. You want to know? Uh, well, you want to know how I know is because um, uh, Keaton Kirkwood, who was just came on uh, the show a second ago, um, Keaton was looking for an episode in an interview that I did with him way back when on the Smith Maneuver, mm -hmm. and uh, he's like, "Where is it?" And uh, I'm like, "Shit, it's gone." Um, because after a while iTunes, Spotify, all the podcast platforms, they only allow like 200 to 300 episodes. Oh, So all of our older episodes are no longer available anymore. So we might have to re-release those episodes yeah. um, whenever we take a vacation or something. Totally. Because I mean, I, I know for a fact that that one with um, Keaton and uh, Robinson uh, Smith and I feel like someone else was on there as well. I don't think so. I think it was just the two. Was it just the two? Yeah. Okay. Um, we did that on the Smith Mover. That was one of our most popular podcasts. Yeah. Uh, most downloaded podcasts. So if you guys want to learn about the Smith Maneuver and that interview, you can just go to YouTube and look it up. Smith Maneuver, um, Keaton Kirkwood, Robinson Smith. Um, you'll be able to find that on YouTube. Uh, as far as the Chris Nicola one goes, let's see if it's still available. Probably not. Negative. Um, but you can look up um, Chris Nicolo, N-I-C-H-I-L-O, um, The Method on YouTube as well. He's got his own videos. Um, very similar to Velocity Banking. Mm -hmm. um, a, a more Canadian way to do it. Um, yeah, I, 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 I dove into that one as well, just trying to figure that out. It's a really cool stuff. Like the, the Smith, in Canada, I mean... If you're trying to save some interest and be smart with your money, either the method or the Smith maneuver, I would say um, you should be you should be really looking at. Um, again, one of those things that like I I read the Smith maneuver, I fucking loved it, but I just never really had the time to implement it. Yeah, and and also our financial um, plans didn't um, didn't jive with it early on when I first learned about it. Um, just the mortgage products that we were using and that kind of stuff and what our plans were for our mortgages and financials, it, it didn't jive. So we, we never hopped into it, but it's something that we're going to be hopping into pretty soon here. Once again, once I got a minute to uh, take a peek back at it again. 
and try and figure out the best way to approach it. For sure. And I'm probably going to call Keaton because <laughs> Keaton's an expert on it. Definitely. And uh, he says in the comments here, I have all the books on it if anyone wants to borrow them. Um, I'm assuming that's in relation to the Smith Maneuver. Uh, yeah, follow Keaton uh, Kirkwood on uh, on Facebook. He he was um, he, he offered to send out books on the Smith Maneuver um, to 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 the internet, <laughs> and I think he's regretting it because he's been packaging all these books up for, to send them over mail, and it's like he had he had them all stacked in his living room and they were damn near to the ceiling. Yeah, picture uh, like, of his daughter beside them, it's just towering over. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. Really cool. Uh, Josh says here in the comments, if it only allows 200 episodes for your podcast, you might have to create a new page for each year that passes. <laughs> yeah, we can just, we'll just create a new podcast. We'll, we'll call ourselves Real Estate Investing Morning Show 2022. <laughs> and no, I like this. I, it's, I, I like this format better um, than the interview style. And, um, you know, what you're going to find like, even if you, if you really liked yesterday's episode and you're like, Oh God, I really want to listen to yesterday's, uh, that, that episode from August 25th in 2022, I, I promise you in January, I'm going to be doing another rant on it again. Yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah. And I'll be talking about, you know, rent to own again, or I'll be talking about wholesaling again. Um, and the cool thing about this podcast is that all you have to do is just click and call in call in and just ask questions and we can talk about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're, if you're stuck on a deal and you can't figure out what the cash flow is, call in. I don't mind. And Wayne will always be in his moods every once in a while. So you always get the rants. <laughs> just cranky. Cause I didn't get enough sleep. <laughs> um, Josh says, because you'll still be doing this podcast in 12 years still. Right. I don't know. Who knows? I could quit tomorrow. That's why you got to tune in live every day. You never know when it could be the last. <laughs> yes. Our sponsor? Yeah. 20 minutes late. <laughs> A word from our sponsors, DCI Properties. There's no secret the key to making money in real estate is buying at the right price. And one of the best ways you can do that is by working with a professional and established wholesaling company like DCI Properties. DCI Properties operates in Southwest Ontario, Calgary, and Edmonton, and have success successfully assigned over 350 properties to date. Why pay retail on the MLS when you can save thousands buying off market? To get on their buyers list for Alberta deals, visit www.dciproperties.ca slash Alberta buyers or for Ontario deals go to www.dciproperties.ca slash buyers get on that list yes I added that yeah, is that your own little <laughs> personal touch yeah El Ray see I was I was waiting because El Ray told me first before anyone else but uh so I was I was being very polite but uh, Elray says, speaking about sleep, uh, I need to learn to function on interrupted sleep again because my daughter was born this week. Yay. Yes. Congrats, Elray. Yes. Congratulations. I checked in on him the other day. I'm like, how are things going? And he's like, uh, she was born last night, 10 o'clock. I'm like, awesome. I go get some <laughs> sleep. <laughs> you mean go let your wife get some sleep, right? 
He was up all night. Good. <laughs> Sorry, all right. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Congratulations, Aria. That's 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 great news. Uh, okay. Thirty minutes. Should I shit on people, or should I tell a cool story? Cool story. I don't have one. Oh, well, why'd you well, offer that up? I was hoping that you'd say shit on everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Ken I, says shit. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, here's my first question. What did I say yesterday? I said, come back today after you finished your homework and tell me what you want. Who can tell me what it is that they want? Okay, before you, say it, before, you <laughs> before you say it, before you say what you want, just know I'm going to ask you follow-up questions. Whatever you give me is not going to be good enough, but that's okay. This is an exercise, okay? Because I really want, this isn't something that you can just make up your mind right now and say like, freedom. No, fuck freedom. Sorry. Sounds bad. <laughs> not freedom, not $10,000 a month, okay? Not more time with my kid. Because if you say more time with my kid, I'm going to say how much more time with your kid. Right? This is an exercise that you need to keep going back to every day for a long time until you can really, really, truly figure it out what it is that you want. Okay, so who can tell me? Fucking Jeremy. That is a good joke. I asked Spice Jeremy what he really, really wants, and he said, a zigga, zigga, zigga. That is a terrific joke, Jeremy. <laughs> I'm trying to be serious, and I cannot be serious with a good joke like that. I did not see that coming, and normally I see stuff like that coming. Any big Spice Girl fans this morning? <laughs> wow, that's a good joke. Okay. Oh, fucking Keaton. Yeah. Keaton, Keaton, damn it. That is good. That is really good. To create transition housing to pull 12 addicts off the street per year by 2030. What an incredible goal. See, you know what I like about that? You can measure it. Yeah, you can measure it. And it's obviously impactful. It's not like, you know. It has meaning. It has meaning. It has purpose for him. One of the things that I want, and I've never been able to really truly define it nearly as good as, as Keaton has, and it's not necessarily the same thing, but I want to be at a point where I can help. When someone asks me for money, I can ask them the same five questions, right? I want to be able to help someone who needs money, ask them the same five questions like I asked yesterday. Who, what, when, where, why? Rather than just handing someone money, being like, okay, come with me. Let's go get some clothes. Let's get you a place to live. Let's get you a resume. Let's get, you know what I mean? Like, what what do you need in order to not be doing this anymore, right? Well, I need this. Okay, cool. Let's go get it. Mm -hmm. You know, what kind of work do you want to do? This, okay, why? 
Okay, cool. Let's go get you that work. You know what I mean? To be able to take, to have the time and the resources to be able to, to help someone from that position to get them out of that position. That's, that's something that I've always, yeah. you know what I mean? To basically take what we, what we do for people and what we do, like how we help people in real estate investing for people that truly need it. Some, and you want to know why? Streets, yeah. Because someone who's in that position is at rock bottom. And they are far more likely than all of you to actually succeed. Mm-hmm. And that's the fucking truth. Yeah. Because they don't have comfort. I would much rather help someone who's an actually really, really, really needs it than try and help you every morning. Yeah. And I, that's I, honest to goodness because I, I, I tell everyone how to do it every morning and they don't do it. Whereas I, that right there would fulfill me so much because I know I'm actually having an impact. Yeah. Right. And it's those moments of, you know, those people in rock bottom, like, um, I know for myself that, um, that day when I was able to hand somebody, um, a mom who needed food to feed her kids because she had lost everything. When I was able to hand her a hundred dollars to put food on her table, that it seems so like such a, small thing mm-hmm. in the big scheme of the world but that actually changed the trajectory of my path of healing realizing what i was passionate about realizing like it that that moment sparked a whole extreme change in my life in 2019 shift. <laughs> yeah huge shift from that one moment that just like kind of like spitballed and like made me realize a whole bunch of things and it's those it's it's those being able to help people when they have hit rock bottom and to be able to, um, you know, do something impactful that can really, you know, you're not only helping those people, but you're changing something within you as well. Mm -hmm. That is like deeply, deeply meaningful. Mm -hmm. It doesn't always have to be about you. It can also be about helping other people. Right. It's okay to be selfish. I, I'm trust me. I'm I'm extremely selfish. There's too many people in the world for me to be to be thinking about everybody else, and we are far, way too connected with everybody around the world to be caught up in everybody's shit. Tsunami in Japan. Well, 30, 40 years ago, I probably wouldn't have known much about it other than what, what the third page of the newspaper. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we are heavily connected. And I, f- I feel like sometimes we kind of get too caught up in that. But I I am extremely selfish because it's it's, it's it's my life. It's my family's life. And and we should be focusing on ourselves. We should be putting the masks on ourselves first. On our, masks on ourselves first before we help others. And that's exactly what I'm doing. But I'm also helping others at the same time. But it's totally okay for you to, to want to have nice things, right? Because you work really hard for it. Right? Of course. It's also really nice to be, to, to, it's a really good idea to have some form of purpose, right? Because most of you are all saying freedom because you want freedom from whatever it is that you do every day, right? The, whatever is holding you back, your job or your whatever, whatever your commitments are, 
are your responsibilities. We all want freedom for that to be able to do the things that we want to do every day and not do the things that people tell us to do every day. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. But once you have that, what's your purpose? And we had this conversation last night in the, in the master's uh, coaching session. And um, one couple said that we'll probably, you know, still be managing the business. And that really bothered me because I thought you're trying to design the perfect life for yourself and your purpose is managing the business. There's so many other things that you could be doing that, that, that could fulfill you than some obligation to manage the business that you grew. Why not hire a person to manage that business and choose, choose to have purpose in something that means something more to you. We all love real estate because it's exciting right now. I promise you in 10 years, it won't be exciting anymore. It's going to be very fucking boring and you're not going to like it very much because it's a new job it becomes a new responsibility, but it's exciting right now because you're watching all these people get rich. You're like, Oh, I want that. I promise you later on down the road, you're not going to love it nearly as much. You shouldn't love it as much. You should truly figure out what it is that, re that you really love doing and what makes you feel good. And that might be contribution, right? To create transition housing, to pull 12 addicts off the street per year by 2030. 12 addicts off the year, off the streets every year. And I bet you Keaton says by 2030, but I'm sure he's working hard to get that done sooner. I'm sure. Cause that sounds like a very meaning that something is very meaningful to him. And there might be more <laughs> of a story to it. He summarized it in, in, in a very yeah. concise sentence. I'm sure there's way more to it. Yeah. Rather than having freedom, maybe it's the ability to walk my kid to school every day and pick her up. I know a lot of people, a lot of people in this room right now, and a lot of people just in general that do not have not been able to ever walk their kids to school or pick them up. And some days they get this huge blessing of being able to come home early for work. And then they they wait outside the school and they get to see their kids reaction. I'm like, Oh my God, dad, I thought you were at work. I got off early kiddo. You know what I mean? Yeah. That feeling of seeing your kid, excited yeah you know that you only have that for a, a small period of time before they're like nine or ten and they well you gabby and i know this because we watch we would wait for our kid to come out of the and we it used to be like you watch the younger kids and they run they run arms wide open go ahead quote it no i'm good okay they are <laughs> they run arms wide open to their parents and they're like so happy and then it's like grade one comes along and it's like they kind of look at everybody and then they like slowly speed walk towards you. <laughs> and then like I, there was like halfway through the uh, last year, um, Everly just like sp speed walk towards us with like and this then... awkward face and then she would walk right, right past, past us. <laughs> I'm like, oh, OK, this is happening. This is happening. I missed it. I mean, unless you work on that relationship where they want to run towards you with their arms wide open again, and every kid's going to be different, that will go away. Right? Maybe that is one of the things that you want most. It's not to spend more time with my kid. It's to be able to experience that. Mm -hmm. And that is measurable. You want to know why it's measurable? Because there's a fucking timeline. 
There is. It's they're fleeting. only going to do that. It's like they're only going to do that for a certain amount of time. The only way to experience that again is to have more kids, <laughs> which again is measurable. Indeed. You can plan that, right? But I want you guys to dive deep into what it is that you truly want and not to spend more time with my family, not to have freedom, not to be able to quit my job. If you quit your job, why are you quitting your job? Because it is preventing me from doing this. Okay. And what is that thing? This. Okay, great. So you tell me when you, you know, when you get the amount of money that you need to quit your job and that you're financially stable, this is what you're going to do every day. Yes, I'm going to drop my kid off at 830 and I'm going to pick them up at 330. Okay, what are you going to do in between that? I'm going to make love to my wife. Awesome. It's amazing. They're honest, right? I think that's fucking cool. What are you going to do after that? Shower. Okay, cool. All right. This is your new day. We're writing your new day. We're writing your new day. Because your day right now is to wake up, make coffee, brush your teeth, say goodbye to the kids as they're getting ready, but they're too busy. And it's chaos in the house and there's towels everywhere. And then you get out the door and you go to work and you come home and the kids are already home and they got their iPads up their nose. Right? So what's your new day going to look like? You shower. What's after that? Breakfast, obviously. It's a good idea. What are you going to do between 10 o'clock and 2.30 before you got to pick up your kid? What's your new life? You got to think about what kind of purpose you're going to have. And if you say managing your real estate business, I swear to God, I will slap you so silly. What do you want? Think about this stuff. It's because this is what you're working for, right? If you're doing this all to get rich, I mean, fuck me. It's not going to last. You're going to be like every other schmuck who comes in here and spends $30,000 in their education and then never does anything. Don't be a schmuck. Don't. There's like, like there is a whole industry here. Of people preying on people just like you to sell courses to. I'm letting you in on a little secret. There's a whole fucking industry of this. Preying on schmucks who just are fucking course and workshop junkies who just want to learn about it, but they'll never do anything. They'll just keep buying more courses because they can never figure out what is what it is that they truly want in life. It's a great, great schmuck to sell products to because you keep buying more stuff thinking that there's some there's some answer out there that you haven't found yet. I'm just missing something. I just need another checklist or another new strategy because I want to be just like that person. All the while, that person's selling you shit and they're the ones that's actually taking action. If you just actually look and s- to see what it is that they're doing that you're not doing, so they have purpose and they take action and they're not afraid of shit. And they probably had a plan. They had a plan and they're not afraid fucking loved I, I i have keaton's um sentence here highlighted i fucking love that that's the first time i've seen someone actually give me a solid answer in a very long time mm-hmm. right that drives him when when keaton's driving 45 minutes to go have coffee with someone who's probably never gonna do fucking business with him He's a mortgage broker. Never going to do business with him. And he's thinking to myself, why the fuck am I leaving my my kid, my wife, to go drive all the way to the other side of Edmonton for this 
And if, cause there's, there's, there's no, with, with no prospect at all. I'm sure it's happened before. You can be honest, Keaton. <laughs> and he probably remembers to create transition housing to pull 12 addicts off the street per year by 2030. Why the fuck am I sending 300 goddamn books across Canada right now? And it's <laughs> filling up my, 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 my living room and it's going to fall over and kill my kid. Sorry, that's a terrible thing to say. I'm sorry. It's going to hit my kid. <laughs> because I want to create transition housing to pull 12 addicts off the street per year by 2030. Yeah. Love it. Everybody else has been awfully quiet. They're afraid, but Scared don't be, don't yeah. be afraid. <laughs> I'm being serious here. Don't be afraid. Let me help you. Let me help you figure this stuff out. Let me figure out why, like, you know, you can say it and then I will just ask you. I think our dog is howling upstairs. <laughs> Sorry. It's because we're out of dog food. Legit, he's, he's hungry. <laughs> no, he's been fed. Did you feed him? Last night. Okay. Well, it's, it's a brand new day, Gab. New goal, get dog food, Jeremy says. <laughs> it's happening right after the show. We have 37 people on the live show today. Only one person is really giving me a good answer of what it is that they want. Um... I let you guys in on a really big industry secret there. That not I promise you, no other podcast talks about that. And nobody else is on stage talking about that. I don't want you guys to be schmucks. I want you guys to figure it out what it is that you want. I want you to come up with a plan on how to get there. I want to show you what education. I want you to pick a strategy that's going to get you there quickly. I want to show you where to get the education in order to learn that. And I want to hold you accountable to everything that you need to do in order to succeed. Fuck your next property. Fuck your next flip. Fuck your property management idea. Those are all tools in order to get you to where you want to be and what you want to do and what you want. Everything else are just tools. Buying a property, it feels good for about five minutes. By the 10th property, it's just, yeah, I got another property. Gabby and I bought a property and we didn't even have tacos. Like I said to Gabby, I'm like, we need to go get tacos. He's like, Wayne, I had so many fucking tacos this year. <laughs> it's like you ruined tacos for me. <laughs> like you ruined tacos. <laughs> we bought so many properties and had so much success. That we ate too many tacos. <laughs> <laughs> we always also just thinking last night that we um, sold a property on Tuesday and removed conditions on another yesterday, and we didn't even like talk about either of those. Yeah, taco boat either. Of those. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, we. Uh... Yeah, things are just like yeah, it just becomes a thing. Corinthia is sold. Our Ludic property is sold. Um, we sold another one of our flips. Yeah. 
it, it gets old after a little while and uh, it gets boring. And then um, you got to remember why it is that you're doing it. Otherwise, yeah, it just becomes another job. Jeremy's asking if his, um, if his was, was good enough. And I'm just scrolling through. I'm trying to find it. Jeremy says, I want to be working on my sixth flip by the end of May next year. We're going to accomplish this by scaling up the team and using social media to attract new joint venture partners. Why? Why do you want to have your sixth flip by the end of May of next year? What's that providing you? Why? Everything you do should be intentional. I'm waiting, but it's a, this is a, te- a terrible platform to just wait for someone's response. <laughs> this is just dead silence. Um. I think I, I think though, if we go back to you know the the basis of the conversation, it's not about like. Oh, what's your goal? Goal is to, you know, be able to do 10 flips in a year. Why? But yeah, it's not just like, what is the goal? It's what do you want in life? Like, what do you want to be doing when you've reached whatever final destination of your quote unquote roadmap? Like, what will you be doing with your time? What will it all have been for? Mm-hmm. What will the new life provide you? Um, you know, what are you interested in? How do you want to spend your time? Who do you want to be with? What do you want to be doing with them? All those types of things. That is the why. Yes. It's the final destination. And then all of those goals in between is just what gets you there. To be working on the sixth flip by May will mean that I have generated this much income, which I can then invest into this, which will provide me with this amount of passive income, which means I can then quit my it's, job. Yeah, it's like it's it's the roadmap to get you to the what will you be doing and with whom and what kind of life will you be living at the end? Mm-hmm. So it's not what's the short term goal. And the reason why we liked um, what Keaton said so much is is yes, it is, it's a short-term goal, but you can tell that there is purpose. It provides a deep sense of purpose and community and giving back, which fuels us, Yeah. right? So it's more than just a, like, I doubt that, and like, I doubt that there's any even financial gain that wants to be you know, provided from that. It's yeah. It's it's literally just giving back. My follow-up question to Keaton is how? Yes. How? And actually it'd be what first? What amount do you need in order to provide this? And I'm sure he has a dollar amount figured out. Yeah. If he doesn't, then he should. Two mil. Two million? Two million per year? It's 12 per year, so probably $2 million per year. That would be about $100,000 per person, which sounds quite reasonable. Startup, 750000 a year. Startup is $750,000 a year, yeah. 
So he needs to create $750,000 a year in passive income in order to provide that. Right? So that's what, what is the amount that you need? How are you going to create $750,000 a year in order to provide this? Right? So now he needs to figure out what type of business is going to provide him that passive income. Right? Mm-hmm. And how do I, how do I make that business sustainable? in order to keep generating that same consistent passive income every year so I can continue to do this for my whole life. Right? Yeah. It's measurable. It's measurable, right? I can measure what it takes in order to get a flip for next, you know, your sixth flip by May of next year. But why? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that instead of spending time with your daughter? This isn't me being an ass. I'm just asking a legitimate question. Why? Why this more than this? What are the most things that are, what are the most important things to you? I'm certain it's his, it's his daughter. He's a single dad. Unless it is, he loves doing flips. I love doing flips too. But if I were, if I were born today, a 35 year old male with no previous memory and I, what? Just a funny just concept. born with a mustache? Yeah. yeah or a beard? <laughs> All right, folks. Ouch. Um, if I were just, if I existed and I didn't need any money and I was just plopped here, what would I want to do? You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't have any, I existed. I didn't need, I didn't need any money. I didn't need it to pay my taxes. I didn't need to go to a job. I tell you, the one of the last things I would think about is, wow, I want to go buy, I want to build a house, I want to fix it, and I want to sell it for profit. <laughs> That's not, no, no, I go, like, I want to experience things, love, see things, smell things, right? Taste tacos. I, yeah, I'd be just, yeah, I'd be floating down a river eating tacos, <laughs> right? With a paddle, of course. Not the Niagara. <laughs> Not the Niagara River, no. <laughs> right? Think about that kind of stuff. Like I, we're we're so we're so designed and manipulated to think that we that by 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 being in our business and and being productive is good. It's good. To, it's good because it's productive to get you out of the wheel to get you out of the rat race, but it's, it's hard to put, you get a rat out of the rat race and it's like, they, they still want, they, they still want to be in it. Yeah. Cause you're programmed. I think a lot of you guys need to go backpacking in BC for a year. Go, go be around different types of people. Right. The people that you are around are programming you. I just want to change your perspective. If I keep drilling it into you enough every morning, it might actually have an impact. Uh, Garrett wants to retire my wife from inhaling nail dust and chemicals. 12 years of her working every day in that environment. Then be able to work on cars and race them, like I intended to do when I was when I started my apprenticeship. But life, greed, and fear got in the way of that dream. Um, Garrett, do you have any kids? Just watch the comments down below. Garrett, if you do not have any kids, what is stopping you from living in a one-bedroom apartment with your wife right now? 
Reducing expenses. Working at Walmart. Two kids. Two kids. Yeah, can't do it. Sorry. You have you have um, real obligations. Okay. But that right there, I mean, that means that you're going to have to work twice as hard to create a second business, a second income source that is going to be able to get you, your wife out of the, I think that's most important, right? You can, you can race cars and work on them later on. And I just know because as a, as a male provider, sorry, take a seat, sexism, just for two seconds, please. Just as a male, we want to provide. And I know, I, I think I could speak for Garrett and that taking care of his family and his wife is most important to him. Mm-hmm. I think the odds are pretty high on that one without waiting for him to answer. So you got to work like a motherfucker to build up some passive income in order to get your wife out of that industry. Right? So how, how are we going to do this? What do you got? What do you got? You got some money? You got some resources? You got some time? Do you have some connections? How are you going to use what you have in order to start building? Start thinking about it. Go for a drive. I told everybody, go for a drive this weekend. Go for a fucking drive and figure it out. You you are smart. You are very fucking smart. Go for a drive and start coming up with some ideas. Get creative. Come back on Monday morning. Say, here's what I got. What do you think? Like, yeah, it's a really good idea. But mortgages are fucked and you won't be able to get that many mortgages. So call Keaton and and ask him what's the best way to approach this in order to get that many mortgages to get you the passive income that you need. Okay, cool. I'm going to call Keaton today. Call him on Monday. Come back on Tuesday morning. Okay, Keaton says this. If I can do this and I can start putting 25% down, I should be able to go to some credit unions when I get to about my 10th property. And um, all I need to do now, what I need to do is I need to call everybody I know and ask them to invest with me as a joint venture partner. And I just need to raise uh, $750,000. Okay, cool. How are you going to do that? Well, I'm going to start posting on social media. Okay, cool. That's a great idea. Start posting twice a day. Talk about opportunities. Share the show. Educate people. Okay, cool. Week later, okay, I got my first joint venture partner. This is all realistic talk rate. Like you could totally do that right now. You could be done this by next Friday. If you fucking want it bad enough. If your wife means that much to you. Stop showing up every morning and just like dreaming about it. Fucking do it. Come up with like, if this means that much to you. Get off your ass and figure it out this weekend. Come back on Monday with a plan. I will help you work through that plan. Joey says, I want to be able to camp and drive around with Mackenzie and my dog all year round and learn about other people's perspectives and teach people how to get them to their goals. Joey, you could do that right fucking now. Good. Doesn't take that much. I see a lot of people in some really shitty campers <laughs> <laughs> driving around and that's literally their life. And then like they'll stop in a town and they'll go like knock on some like hardware store or whatever. Like, hey, can I have a job? And they'll work for a week to make a little bit of cash and then they'll take that cash for gas money and just move on to the next spot. Right? I don't know. Just while you're like out camping, like pick some blue pick some berries and sell them out of the back of your camper for gas money. Or maybe, maybe you determine that I need to build a business that provides me with $70,000 worth of passive income every year. 
because you've done the math now. Because if you want to do that, how, how much do you need in order to do that? And don't say, I want to buy a $400,000 fucking camber and I want it to have like, you know, surround sound and all that other shit. Like, seriously, let's, let's be real here. How much do you actually need? Is $70,000 good enough? Because you're going to be living, you know, camping and driving around. Um, maybe when you stop, you can just pay for Airbnbs and be like very strategic. Just like, you know, figure out a, an affordable way to stop, you know, for a week or two weeks or whichever to have it. Maybe, maybe you have an Airbnb in your hometown. And that's when you stop into town um, in Fort Mac or if you ever moved to Edmonton. Um, you know, you have an Airbnb there that you rent out. And then when you come home to go and visit friends or to network um, or whatever you want to do when you're home, you just book your own Airbnb or block it off. Right. And maybe those Airbnbs are paying for your $70,000 every year. Maybe go call Carlos. Hey, Carlos, I need to come up with 70 grand every year um, in order for me to go and drive around and camp with Mackenzie. Right. So you need about 5800 That's $70,000 before taxes. So you need $5,800 a month in passive income. I'm sure Carlos, if, if he's not here, it's been very quiet. So I don't think he's here. <laughs> um, he'd be like, oh, fuck, man. Like, you just got to buy these three types of properties. And they'll they'll net you about 2000 bucks a month each. And then, okay, how much does it cost to buy these three properties that will net me about $2,000 a month in cash flow? Uh, well, it'll be about $120,000 each. Okay, cool. So that means all I need to do is raise $360,000 and I could buy those three properties that will give me two, they'll net $2,000 profit on each of them and give me $6,000 a month so that I can go and I can start traveling right now. And then when I'm in town, I can just block off the dates for one of those Airbnbs and I can live in them when I want to go see my family or whatever, my friends. Yeah, that's simple. $360,000. But you're going to need $40,000 to buy your camper too. So you're going to need to come up with $40,000 first to buy your camper. Then you'll need $360,000 raised so you can buy those three properties. Six properties because you're going to own 50. I saw Gabby do that. (laughs) But you're going to own 50% of them. So you need to buy six of them. So you need to raise um, $720,000. They've calculated approximately $4,300 monthly that they'd need. Oh my God. Yeah. You got to raise $720,000. Dude, you're already like a, a monster on social. Everybody knows that you you, knew, you do real estate and stuff like that. So there you go. Voila. There's there's a plan right there. $720,000 is what you need to raise as quickly as possible. How many people have you asked? Probably zero. By next Friday, raise $300,000. Do it. You're going to be shutting, Gabby's trying to cut me off here, but I'm like, I'm really, I mean, I'm in the pocket right now. I like, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about this because I know that someone's here in this and they're like, holy fucking shit, this is actually very easy. I know that most of you can raise $300,000 by next Friday. The problem is you're too chicken shit because you're afraid of what people are going to think about you. 100%. Those people are not in the fucking camper with you. They are not on your vision board. Fuck them. You don't have to be an asshole to them, but like you can ask them if they say no, then move on to the next person. And remember that you are providing them an opportunity to make money as well. You're not just asking them to give you money. You are making them money. (laughs) If you do not know how to do joint ventures, then go take a joint venture course. If you do not know how to do Airbnb, then go take an Airbnb course. How much is that going to cost you? $1,000, $1,500. 
if I take this joint venture course for $750 and if I take this Airbnb course for $750, it will cost me $1,500. If I take these two courses, will it provide me with the information and education that I need in order to do a joint venture and to start an Airbnb? Yes, then take it. Don't take an Airbnb course unless you have a plan and there's, a, there's an intention behind it. The intention is to learn how to do it so I can go buy six Airbnbs that net me $2,000 a month and I split that. I get $1,000. My joint venture partner gets $1,000, gives me $6,000 a month and I can go and travel and be with Mackenzie and travel around the world and learn about other people's perspectives and teach people how to reach, how to get to them to their goals. Maybe you can document the whole thing on like a daily video blog, a vlog on YouTube or start your own podcast every morning. You know, you can do this live podcast from your phone. It's pretty cool. You just click the live thing and you go on live and you can just start talking. And I'm sure if you did that, and if you did that in the next six to 12 months, fuck it. No, six months, fuck the 12 months, six months. You do this in the next six to 12 months, you would have so many followers who have been so inspired by your story and they want to be just like Joey, right? And I can imagine there's so many men that would admire Garrett for doing that for his wife. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah, man. Good for you. That's a real man right there. Willing to work and put in the time and, and energy to retire his wife because she's inhaling nail dust and chemicals all day. Fuck, man. I'd be proud of you. Okay, 10 minutes over. I'm done. I got shit to do today. You know, no, no, fuck that. <laughs> you guys got shit to do today. You have shit to do today. You tell me what it is that you want, just like Garrett did, just like Joey did, just like Jeremy did, just like um, Keaton did. If you tell me what it is that you want, I can help you out with figuring a way to get there. I just gave you an example right there. I measured it out. I created a plan and I measured it. You have to be clear on what the goal is or what the what the target is in order for it to be measurable, in order for it to be attainable. It needs to be measurable. Once you give me that, though, fuck, I can show you how to do it. There's so many different ways to do it. I can show you 10 other ways to do it if I had the time this morning. Mm-hmm. All that you need to do is figure out what it is that you want first. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com. 